Hello and welcome to episode 296 of the VegGrab podcast. My name's Richard and I love to grow food in my allotment and garden. Today is the 28th of April 2020 and coming up a little later on, I shall be sharing with you how I managed to save enough rainwater to last all year round. Firstly, what have I been up to today? Well, this morning I woke up to the sound of rain and you know what? I was very, very glad to hear the rain. It's been so dry of late that the ground was rock hard and pretty dry, which is quite surprising considering we had such a wet winter. The downside of all this rain is that it makes it very difficult to go outside and do anything in the garden. However, not a complete loss. I did spend the morning tidying up a couple of my sheds. There's nothing special about this, but a good tidy up does go a long way to make life easier. By the afternoon, the weather, while it was still a bit dark and grey, it had at least stopped raining hard. And it was enough that I could get outside and do a few bits and bobs. Now, the first thing I did was just check how much rainwater had been collected in my butts. Thankfully, these are slowly filling up as many were pretty empty. Now, after that, I concentrated on one of my veg beds, which late last year I planted out some swede plants in. And I planted these swede plants out way, way too late last year. And they never really grew into a usable root. I left them in the ground just to see what they were going to do. But today I decided it was time to rip them out. They'd started to flower in some places. So it was just a case I just had to rip them out and be done with them. That experiment, whatever you might want to call it, over and done with. While this bed was empty, I let the chickens just go over the ground, scratch at the surface and basically weed it out for me. Once they had finished, I then planted up some of my spare cabbage plants and I gave the soil a good bit of lime just to adjust the pH in this bed. Now I did notice in this bed there was a kale plant that had somehow seeded itself and I left that in there. But also, quite surprisingly, the chickens didn't attack this kale plant either. They just left it. So we may also get a kale plant that has seeded itself in this bed. Now after this, I did load up the van with a few plants and small seedlings to take down the allotment tomorrow. I'm planning tomorrow to go down the allotment. I also sharpened up my hoe that I'd brought back from the allotment the other day. Now the hoe was getting a bit blunt. I do try and run a file over it when I'm using it, but this needed a proper good sharpen now. And what I like to do when I sharpen up my tools is I get it on my bench grinder and just run the blade at the right angle across the grinding wheel a few times to get a really nice sharp edge. And a nice sharp tool makes a job a lot safer and easier. Well, that's what I've been up to today. What about yourself? What have you been doing in your own allotment and garden? Now, at long last, we have had some rain, which is really needed. We've been very lucky with the weather over the last few weeks. It has been really nice, sunny and lovely. But that does mean the ground gets very, very dry and does take a good amount of water to really get soaked. So the rain today was really, really welcome. I know a lot of people have been saying they're really pleased to see the rain. And also, a couple of my water butts were running empty. Now, this wasn't a problem for me because of the fact I have plenty more water butts to fill up. I've got myself into a position where I don't use tap water in my garden at all. Actually, the only place I use tap water is my veggie pod. And the reason for that is purely down to the water pressure to make the sprayer system work. The rest is all down to rainwater collected in my water butts, of which I have 13 water butts at home. 
On the allotment, this is a very different story because the council created this stupid rule where we are restricted to two water bats per plot. Very, very silly rule in my opinion, but what can I do about it? Anyway, 13 water bats at home, which all collect rainwater from rooftops from the house and sheds. Now, not all these water butts are connected to gutters. So during the winter, what I have to do is pump water from the butts that are connected to gutter into the ones that are not connected to gutters. Now, this does make a bit of work for myself. And it's something I may change in the future where I have more butts that when they overfill, it just passes on into the next water butt. That's something I'm going to think about, but I've got to think about the location of various water butts in order to do this. Now when it comes to using the water to water my plants, I always start with the butts connected to the gutters. Reason for that might be obvious, but it's when it rains, if that rain butt is full, it cannot collect any more water. If I'm using it, I might as well use it from there. That way if it does rain and I'm not prepared for that rain, it's going to have that bit more room to collect that little bit more. Now I did on that, if I know it's going to rain, and all my water butts are full, what I will also do is I'll go and fill as many watering cans or buckets up with water from the butts. Again, maximising that storage, just making sure it has as much room in that water butt as possible. However, when rain is expected, but the butts are pretty empty like today, what I will then do is pot lots of buckets or even bins out to collect as much rainwater as possible. Every little helps in my opinion. On top of that, the best way to also save water is how you go about watering your plants. You see, plants are very good at finding water deeper in the ground, providing they have the ability to search for it. Now, what I mean by that, if we water our established plants every day, it keeps the roots of our plants higher in the soil. Whereas if we water our established plants once a week, our plants then have to go further down to find water. So what I do with this, when I first plant my plants in the ground, I will water every day in order to get the plants established. And I'll probably do that for about two weeks. After that, I then start reducing how regularly I give them water. I would be aiming to give them a really good drenching once a week. And that seems to make most plants perform better. Now to add into that, if we add mulches on top of the soil, something I'm doing quite a bit of this year, it should shade the soil, keeping it from losing water via evaporation. Now plants in pots, they will still need watering every day. And there are some plants that need a lot more water than others, such as watercress or blueberries. So those are ones we have to concentrate our water on more. But again, that all comes down to efficient watering. Now I should explain why I hoard so much water. For me, it's a free resource. It doesn't cost anything other than the price of water butts. And what I don't understand is why we have this free resource. It falls down from the sky onto our rooftops and down our drains to go out to sea and, and go into the water cycle. However, we have water that is treated and fresh drinking water pumped to our house and we use it to flush the toilets. It seems a little backwards in my opinion. And that's why... I am such an avid rainwater hoarder. I think that's the right way to describe me with 13 water butts. But it does pay off. I had a chat with Ian, as you heard in yesterday's podcast, 
where his water bills are so high because of the amount of watering he's doing. Whereas ours, we've got a large garden and we have two vehicles, but because we save so much rainwater, our bills are pretty low. Well, that's how I save enough water to last in my garden all year round. But if you have any tips, then please get in touch. Now you can email me, richard at uk. You can leave a comment on the website at theveggrowpodcast.co.uk or you can find me on social and just leave me a message in any way you see suitable. But for today, please take care and I'll see you again next time.